Every child deserves a bright start. The Seafelt Education Plan offers clients an affordable plan to help them prepare for their child's future. In this podcast, we will discuss the specifics of the Seafelt Education Plan and how it can benefit you to ensure that your child has the best chance at a positive future. We will be discussing the underlying investments of the plan and how the plan can be tailored to work for you. Hello, my name is Mrs. Claudia Thompson and I am a Client Relationship Officer and Pension Administrator with CFAL and I will be hosting this episode entitled The CFAL Education Plan, Ensuring Your Child's Future. I am joined in studio with our expert Mr. Richard Pinder, Operations Supervisor at CFAL. Mr. Pinder deals directly with clients on a daily basis and is an expert on CFAL's products. He enjoys working with clients and helping them to reach their financial goals. We are also joined in studio with two of our clients that have benefited from the CFAL Education Plan who will bring a unique client perspective to the discussion. So good afternoon, Mrs. Bonamy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. So today we have with us a longtime CFAL client, Mrs. Tanya Bonamy, and we had a couple questions for her regarding the CFAL education plan and her experience with it. Her daughter is off in school now, and she wanted to tell us a little bit about her experience with the plan. So what made you decide to open a CFAL education plan for your daughter? I decided to open a CFAL education plan for my daughter after discussions with a colleague, a former colleague of mine. He... We were discussing our plans for our children's future, and he just suggested that I contact one of the agents at CFAL and discuss my goals, and I did that, and I'm happy I did it. That's wonderful. So how old was your daughter when you decided to open the plan? She was about 10 going on 11, and I wish I had done it sooner, but it's never too late to do it. Yeah, that is a good age. I think a lot of people start getting serious about education and, you know, that sort of thing. Richard, what has your experience been with that? Yeah, so I think just, I just want to reiterate what she said. It's never too late to start. So even at 10 or 5 or whatever the age is, but definitely persons um, just start to think about what kind of future they want for their children and how they're going to be able to afford that. So when you kind of think about that and you put numbers to that, that's when you kind of get serious and say, okay, I may need to do something for them. So then you would definitely recommend that they start earlier rather than later. And were you pleased with your experience with the education plan? I was very pleased. It took away a lot of the financial stress. When she was ready to go, I had the funds available and I was just happy about it. It gave me a peace of mind. And what about the interest that you earned? I know a lot of clients are always trying to maximize returns and, you know, double their money and all of that. What what do you say to them? It was... It exceeded my expectations. It was competitive with other places, other companies that were offering the same services, and I was very pleased with it. That's wonderful. We like to hear that. Richard, what about your client experience? I'm sure you've had many who've been pleased, (laughs) and that money came in handy, right? Yes, indeed. (laughs) So are there any other points you'd like to make, any insights that you've gained through having this plan and seeing it grow over the years? I would, like I said before, I would recommend that parents in particular start early No matter how small, just start, and um, it's a four savings, and I I really benefited from it, and it just gives you, like I said, it eases the financial stress, and it's a very good plan, and I would, I highly recommend it. So would you say that having these funds set aside for your child's future gave you peace of mind, and in what what way? Peace of mind with just finances or everything? 
Absolutely. I avoided the expenses associated with borrowing money to finance my daughter's education, so I didn't have that headache. When she was ready to go, I had the funds available. So you didn't so have to go to the bank and no headache with all bank. of that? No headache. Taking your land papers? No, here. it was a good feeling. <laughs> it was a good feeling. Um, yes. So I'd like to ask one last question. So in terms of, you mentioned your daughter starting to plan at age 10. What were your thoughts and how were you saving before that? I tried to save on my own, but was not successful. So I had to find a way to force myself to save towards my goal. And found met the expectations and I'm so happy I went with them. And I would encourage everyone to go with them. Yes, because one of the main things is, and like you mentioned as well while we were talking, anytime you try to save on your own, if you have access to it, right? Yes. Things always come up. Exactly. If you, and if you know you can access that money, even though you're thinking long term, yes, things come up. That's right. So yeah, that's what so, I was faced with. Yes, and that's one of the reasons why at how we, you have access to the money, but we don't make it like a bank account where you can just get it right away because yes. we want you to have to think about it twice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so we're we're very happy to help you with that goal because as you could as you said, trying on your own is good, yes. but it, it's a little bit more difficult when you have to have that self discipline. So getting a third party or another company like CFAL in there to help you meet that goal would help you to stay disciplined and, of course, save the money over the period of time. So we're very happy we could have helped you with that. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mrs. Lisa R. McCartney, for joining us today. I'm going to read a short bio on Mrs. McCartney just to begin. So Mrs. McCartney spent the early years of her career as a science and family life high school teacher A few years later, she left traditional education and began her dream to homeschool their children. During that time, she sought to qualify herself as a human behavioral consultant with personality insights through Atlanta, Georgia. As a trained consultant, Lisa has helped others to become aware of their behavioral pattern as well as identify the patterns of others. This knowledge has led many persons to improve their relationships with spouses, children, co-workers, and friends. Not only is Lisa a trained educator and behavioral consultant, but she fulfilled another dream and became a published children's author of the book, Three Young Pigs, which teaches children that right choices lead to great reward. As a homeschooling mother for 16 years, Lisa now serves as the treasurer of the Bahamas Homeschool Association, which seeks to set a standard for homeschooling in the Bahamas and provide resources for homeschooling families. It is her desire to see more parents making the choice to provide alternative education for their children. For 25 years, she has been married to her best friend, Keno McCartney, and they have been blessed with two wonderful God-given gifts, Kristen and Daniel. Both Keno and Lisa serve their church community as leaders of the Children, Youth, and Millennial Ministries of Christ Community Church, Nassau, Bahamas. Thank you so much, Mrs. McCartney, for being here with us today. I'm glad to be here. So I just have a general question to begin with. I wanted to know what made you decide to homeschool and why are you so passionate about alternative education options? Well, having taught in the both the private and the government school systems, I saw the need for children to have education tailored to their needs. And so one of the dreams that my husband Kino and I had was that when we had our children, that we would definitely uh, homeschool our children. That was a dream of ours. I'm passionate about it because I see a lot of children, their needs not being met educationally in the system. And as a result of that, 
they do poorly, not because they are not intelligent or smart, because the system is not tailored to, to meet what they need. And so I feel homeschooling meets that need for children who can excel in any environment, but just are not put in the right environment. Very interesting. I yeah, think a lot of people important. are moving towards that Absolutely. now. That's very important. Yeah. I have a sister-in-law who homeschools her two boys, so I'm sure she knows you quite well. <laughs> so what made you and Kino decide to open the CFAL education plan for your children? Well, we're passionate about education on the whole, and we knew that um, our children going off to college was not an option. Just we were never parents who wanted to dictate what they turned out to be in terms of their education, but we knew that some form of uh, formal tertiary education would be required. And we also knew the costs of educating at that level were continuing to rise. So when we had our children, uh, when we had our, um, we decided that we were going to make sure that educational savings was a must. That's a really good idea. A lot of people think, okay, I'm homeschooling, so I don't really have to pay for anything, but you still have college as an option, is what you're saying, for them to go off to school or just to pay for it if they decide to stay home and do it, you know, through Zoom and, you know, this whole wireless network. The the truth of the matter is most homeschoolers do go off to college, most of them. Um, more so than traditionally schooled children. And I I think it's a twofold way. One, um, children basically decide by the time they're 17, mom, dad, I've had enough of being at home. (laughs) I need to spread my wings. And so we see it as a launching pad for our children. So a lot of them do go off to college. But with an educational savings plan, the option is there that if they want to remain at home and do their education, either via online or through the University of the Bahamas, that is also an option. And then also, if you have a child that doesn't want to go off to college, but they want to start a business, you can take those funds and you can seed into um, their business. Yes. And that's kind of one of the main things why we set up the advantage or the ed- education plan, how we set it up, because we don't want to dictate, like you mentioned, children can do any number of things. So we don't want to make it only a college education plan. We want to make it an education plan plan where whatever you decide to do, we want to help you to fulfill those goals, whether it be some sort of tertiary school, whether it be um, something hands-on, whatever it is, you'll be advancing your career. And so we just want whatever funds you have set up, your parents have set up for you, that's there to help you to kind of get on the right, on the right path. So you're correct in that. So one other question that, that we, we wanted, of course, you're, you know, you sound very passionate about it, but how old were your children when you, when you set up the education plan? They were four years old. So just before they entered into primary school, we set up, make sure that they were straight in terms of their education. Okay. Did you have anything set up before that time, or was this the first plan that you did? This was the first plan, yeah. Definitely this uh, for our son. We had something a little different for our daughter at the time, because at the time you weren't offering that product but for our son when he was four he we got him enrolled in the CFAL educational plan savings plan and he is now 15. So he's almost ready to make a decision then on what he wants to do. Exactly. Okay and you have the funds available. So would you recommend others to open the education plan and at what age? Do you think four was the right age? Would you have done it earlier, later? What, what's your opinion on that? I think definitely before they hit the primary years that you should look at savings. Time goes so quickly. And so um, between the ages of birth and five is an excellent time to open up a college savings plan. 
we do actually have some clients who start just as the child is born. We're, you know, we're getting the birth certificate and everything. Yes. So, um, <laughs> oh, we have we, to wait until the birth certificate is ready. <laughs> right, right. So we do have some that do that as well. So would you say that having these funds set aside for your son's future give you peace of mind? You think back on it when you did it at four years old. You're like, okay, great. He's 15. I don't have to be as stressed out now thinking about his future. Yes, it definitely gives you peace of mind. Um, any type of financial savings plan uh, gives you that security knowing that you can, and, and flexibility, of course, knowing that you can have those funds. And when you need those funds, they're there for you. Yeah, so one, one other thing that we, we wanted to kind of talk to you about, we did a little, when we did your bio, we were looking at it, and of course, you are an educator, as you mentioned, homeschooling. And as, as someone myself who has been in the school uh, system um, and helping with young persons as well. Um, we see the importance of having the money set aside for them, but just from an educator perspective, what do you think about the educational plans and the different type of investments that you can make in the future of these, these, these children, not only yours, but other children as well? Well, definitely. I think all of the children that we um, deal with on a regular basis through the Homeschooling Association, I think it's a vital plan. It's vital for them to look at this as an option for them to save to have that monies available to them for whatever reason that they need it later on. And I'm sure that persons who are listening to me who are homeschooling will be contacting CFAL because they'll be thinking more on the lines of, I need to look at, at that as an option. So do you think that this plan will afford you to be able to fully finance your son's education? Or do you think it's just gonna be a supplement? Because a lot of clients ask us, you know, can, is it even possible for me to save enough to go you know, and send my child and I don't have to worry about anything else? Or do you see this more as a supplement to what you'll have to do? Well, it depends on your goals. If, if you want to do that, you can. For us, it has been more supplementary because our, our children have also been able to qualify for scholarships. We find it as it's a very good tool to have when you're applying for that student visa. When they're asking you to show those funds on an account, you need to show a minimum of you know at least the tuition for the first year and so if you don't have that there's a chance that you could be rejected from getting that that student visa for your child and so the savings plan can offers that security also and it gives you the at least the first year you want to have that covered and when you get into this the college environment then your your child your student can qualify for other scholarships so for most people I think it would be um, it would supplement and for some people who are very um, ambitious in their savings plan, it could take care of the entire cost, depending on where you're going to school. Because we know in certain schools, like in Canada versus the United States, Canada, I can, I can pay $20,000, and that covers my child per year. In the United States, it's 50000 and upward. So it depends on where your child is going to school. Yeah, and that's, not, that's something that we haven't even at CFAL didn't even really think about, all of the different costs associated with just, it's not even just the school fee, it's so many other things associated with getting them to school. So, I mean, there are so many ways that this uh, education plan can help them. So just as you mentioned, no matter what you're doing, um, and this is, for any, this is for everybody, no matter what the goal is, this fund can help you to reach that goal because there are so many fees, as you mentioned, associated with getting them to school that even if it's not, as Claudia mentioned, even if it's supplementary, every little bit counts. And so you definitely need as much as much help as you can because I'm sure, as, as you're aware, these fees are continuing to increase on an annual basis pretty much. And I like the point that you made that 
the visa requirements are a big thing and we've seen that increase over time where they do want to see that statement that is set aside for education yes before they grant you the visa so that is a very good point that i think a lot of our listeners would appreciate so are there any other points that you would like to make any insights that you've gained through having this plan and seeing it grow over the years for our listeners that you can maybe point out for us I think any type of savings plan, any type of, you're planning for college, you're planning for retirement, whether you're, my husband says I'm a poster child for insurance and financial products. And and the reason was because I benefited so greatly from it. I always tell my story that my father was in the insurance industry at J.S. Johnson. He was killed as a result of a tragic uh, car accident. I was going on five years old. And if it wasn't for insurance and savings plans, I don't know where my mother and my brother and I would be. I don't know where we would be. So I am the poster child. I am the child. I'm the parent that's telling you there's no such thing as not having enough insurance. There's no such thing as not having enough savings because I have benefited greatly. Those monies that my father set aside and planned for when I was only five enabled me to go to college when I was ready to go. And so that is why I'm passionate about making sure that you put aside those because you just do not know what the future will hold. And you want to make sure that your family is secure and that if education is a passion of yours, you want to make sure that money is put aside. That's a very good point, especially now that we're dealing with a pandemic and things change from day to day. I think that's an excellent point. And thank you so much for sharing and for being here with us today. We do appreciate it very much. Thank you. I enjoyed my time here. Thank you. So we're joined in studio today with Mr. Charles Burroughs, a client of CFALS. He has an education plan for his children with us. And so welcome, Mr. Burroughs. It's a pleasure to be here. So what made you decide to open a CFAL education plan for your children? Well, um, my wife and I, I think the road that both of us had to go through to get a college education was a rough one. It was a challenging one. And we didn't want the same thing for our kids. So, for example, my wife is a lady who moved out of her home before she was 18. And she had to end up working while simultaneously putting herself through college. And the pressure that that put on her for her to accomplish her goals was something that she didn't want for her kids. And for me, I was a troubled student in school. And so... I was actually working after I had graduated in a packing company, packing boxes. And we had put out a few applications and one, a technical college had responded and said, hey, we'll take you. But at that time, I don't think my parents were adequately prepared to finance that for me. So fortunately, I think this was shortly after the government had started giving out the grants through Bank of the Bahamas. And the avenue that they had to go through for me to get to college was getting one of these grants. And whilst it served the purpose and allowed me to go to school and allowed me to graduate and come back and get a job, what it also did was put this massive burden on me coming straight out of college to be able to repay these student loans that I um, had got. So when I graduated college, I, I had borrowed $40,000 from the government. And by the time as I finished paying over 10 years, I was almost close to $67,000 by 
by the time I completed all of my payments. And that was something that I promised myself that I would never let my kids go through. And that was my reason. That's not to say that I felt my parents did something wrong. They did what they needed to do in that moment. And I always want my kids to have the best start possible coming out of college. So hindsight is twenty twenty. so you learn some lessons. There is obvious benefits, but yes. there are also drawbacks. Yes. That if you have to go the route of borrowing, there's that interest in those high payments. Absolutely. And so that's very commendable that you and your wife don't want your children to struggle, you know, um, like you had to. So that's very, that's a very good reason indeed. So how old are your children and how old were they when you decided to open the plan? Well, I opened a plan, the education plan, I think three years now. And my daughter's now 12, and she's in grade 7, which means she has five more years to go um, before she'll be able to reap the benefits of the plan. And I do see where the plan is growing. And based upon my own calculations, I can, I can, if everything keeps going as it is, I can see exactly what she'll have when she reaches to that point. And I know already that there'll be certain options available to her that were not available to me. So you would recommend the CFL education plan for anybody or only specific people? Well, I'll definitely recommend it if you have children and your and if your desire is to give your children options. And I think that's what I wanted for my kids. I I am not necessarily one of those parents who believe the road to success always has to go through college, but I do believe that I want to give my children the options. So even if they say, well, Daddy, I have this great idea that I think can work, then we can use some of the funds to redirect into that idea possibly and get them off um, on a better footing than I would have gotten off. I know um, there, there were some guys who graduated at the same time me, as me. They had ideas. They had the opportunity. And they never went to college, but because they had the opportunity, today they work for themselves. They're well off in life. So I just want to give my children the option to make that decision, not feel burdened to go one way or the other. So you like the flexibility of the plan in that you could use it for something besides education and you could help them with a business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like the fact that it isn't locked into having to produce um, some kind of request for money from a college that's saying this is the only way you could get this money released you know i like having that flexibility just access it when when you're ready for it so a little bit of a general question um it seems like the world is changing like you said and maybe college may not be the only path to success what other things do you see out there is it going to be just business is it going to be you know what do you see as it changing you know a father who sees these opportunities for their children well, I, I think that I see uh, an environment where you need your children to be able to be in a position where they could do anything and go anywhere, not just be locked into one idea that, that has always, one idea that basically I think has um, permeated Bahamian society, and that's coming from a lot of families who parent your parents grew up on the island and the the idea was we don't want you here on this farm we don't want you doing this we want you in an office somewhere making money and doing it but i think i think that though the world is we see more and more people now creating wealth for themselves with different avenues and and i i would like my children to be in a position to tap into that as early as they can fair enough is there a particular path you'd like to see them go down 
I want them to be in the path that makes them happy, ultimately. Okay, just happy or makes money and happy? <laughs> Because you know Bahamian you're parents. You're going into some philosophical yes, questions. Yes, we now. have to. We have to because you know Bahamian parents are very practical parents, and they want to make sure their children make money. So I yes. want to be very clear. Well, I I always say this, and I don't know if this is a negative or a positive, but for me, for myself, I want what I need for myself and my family to live comfortably. Now, living comfortably is something different in everybody's head. And obviously, I, my children will have their own ideas of what that is based upon how they grew up um, as my kids. But I particularly don't need much, you know. <laughs> I don't need extravagance. I'm a very simple guy. So my portion in life is, is fine for me. But I do understand that my kids could have a completely different idea. But ultimately, I think that when you go into something, you want to be happy so that you can do it for as long as you wanted to do it. Like one thing I always love to do is I always love to cook. And when I was putting in my transcripts to these colleges as a part of my submission process, I also had to apply to a culinary school. Culinary was, I mentioned how I did not do too good in high school, um, but Culinary is one of those areas that I did actually did good in, one of those subjects that I excelled in. So I said, hey, if I'm going to do something other than packing these boxes, I'd like to try my hand at cooking. That's really where I wanted to go. Um, and for a long time, I was in the electronic field, talented to do it and equipped to do it. But it wasn't something that necessarily made me happy. So it was frustrating a lot of times to go to work and do the things that I had to do in order to make a living and push myself. And I don't necessarily, whilst I think if you have to do that, you do it. But if you could find something that you like, be equipped to do it, and you can go into that not being weighed down by finances and expenses and, and bills that you couldn't avoid, then you better increase your chance for having success at doing it and having happiness at the same time. So no, my children don't have to be a doctor. They don't have to be a lawyer. They don't have to be any of these professions in the Bahamas that gives you a certain status. They just have to pursue what um, will obviously take care of their needs because I don't want them living with me forever, but also make them happy. So is it fair to say then peace of mind is the number one priority? Yes, peace of mind, yes. Okay. So you mentioned that you're happy with the returns that you've seen already on the education plan. Do you see yourself building up to investing more as your children get closer to graduation? Well, I think I think I do. I do have a certain target that I want to reach, but we also have to wait up with the fact that we have another kid right now. We have two kids and primarily this fund has been in preparation. We've been we've been using it in preparation for our daughter who's in high school now. And my son is going into grade one. So we are going to have to debate whether or not having one plan um, for the two of them to utilize throughout the extent of the plan is going to be sufficient, first of all. And then if it's not going to be sufficient, um, we'll have to look at taking out another plan so that my son can have the same opportunities as my daughter. Okay, fair enough. So where your son is one, you got to get cracking, right? You only have another year or two to think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So are there any other points that you'd like to make? Any insights as a client that you'd like to share with us on the education plan and how it's benefited or anything that you can see that you would recommend this specific plan to others for? I would just say, I would just say to people out there, um, 
try to think ahead because often often we we don't we don't we don't think ahead enough and and when we don't when we don't think ahead and plan for that and make some sacrifices um for what we want in the future make some sacrifices now for what we want in the future then we kind of run ourselves into problems so I would encourage you to think ahead, think of what you want for your kids, think about how your life is now, and think how you want your kids' life to be when they graduate high school, and then it makes the decision easier about what you're going to do in regards to saving for that. So thank you, Richard, and our clients for your valuable insight and for such an informative discussion on the CFAL education plan. For 23 years, CFAL has helped Bahamian families save and invest to support the education needs of their children because CFAL believes that knowledge is power. Thank you, our audience, for listening. We at CFAL hope that you and yours are keeping safe and adhering to all of the COVID-19 safety protocols. Please do subscribe to the CFAL Talks podcast on Google or Apple for more thought-provoking discussions on important issues affecting the Bahamian economy. The CFAL Talks podcast would love to hear from you, our listeners, on what financial topics you would like to hear our experts discuss. Please send your suggestions to info at cfal.com or post on our Facebook page or on our website, www.cfal.com.